how can you keep your fire for God? How can you follow Jesus Christ in a busy world? Shalom and welcome back to this week's program, Kingdom Inside. This is your evangelist, evangelist, Dr. Gazumba Charles. On this program, we bring you the word of God. We bring you the word that brings transformation. Today, we're going to look at uh, a very important topic, overcoming discouragement. Everybody goes through discouragement. Everybody finds it difficult to go to the next level because of discouragement. On this program, I have uh, you know, a guest with me, uh, a very powerful man of God, Sherry Dubot. I will introduce her right away here. But I want to read a scripture to you in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6. It says here, uh, uh, Moreover, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him for all the people were you know embittered now here is what is happening here david's children had done some things you go read that in context and david he is uh, so distressed so discouraged but look what he does the bible records here as the people were planning to stone him the bible records it says that it says that, but David strengthened himself in the Lord is God. Sometimes you got to strengthen yourself through the word of God, through faith in God to get to the next level. How can you overcome discouragement? Sherry Diobo, welcome to this program. Nice to see you again. Good, thank you so much for having me back. Um, you know, I am just thrilled to be here today and talking about this important subject. The last few months, I've come across many, many, many believers who are being overwhelmed with discouragement. And first of all, I want to start out by saying, you know, we were born for a purpose. Each Amen. one of us was created for a purpose. And that purpose was to bring glory to God. Mm -hmm. um, we do that through our gifts, through our talents, uh, through the character and nature that God has put in us. We were created in His image mm -hmm. and all that. Um, but we do need courage to do that. We do need courage to live for God on a daily basis. We do need courage to, to do things that bring glory to, to Him, because sometimes we go against the grain when we do that. Um, so the enemy of our soul, which we know is the Satan, the devil, he works hard to steal courage out of the hearts of believers, because the last thing he wants is for God to be glorified. That's the very last thing. So he uses a tool, so he takes his little tool belt, and he uses this tool, and this tool is very much used over and over and over again. And that tool is discouragement. And the reason why he uses it so much is because it works. So as believers, we need to be armed and to be aware of this and to learn how to overcome discouragement when it, it comes into our lives and our hearts. And so that's why I wanted to talk about that today yes. um, and talk you know, to your viewers out there. And if you are going through discouragement, you know, I can't imagine what you're going through. We all have trials and struggles, and some are worse than others. Mm -hmm. But if you are going through that, I am so sorry. But just pay attention to, you know, what the teaching is today. And I know you will overcome. You will Amen. overcome through Christ because he will help you to overcome. Amen. 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 So, you know, uh, there are so many things that uh, uh, brings discouragement, uh, so many things that 
makes us just feel like quitting, quitting on Jesus, uh, quitting on uh, what, you know, his purposes and plans are for our lives. I want you to write, go into the word uh, in the next 30 minutes. Just let us know how can we overcome this discouragement. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I had mentioned how we need courage, mm-hmm. you know, and um, this courage is the ability to do something that may be difficult or might, we might be afraid. Um, you know, so that's what courage is. And so when I talk about courage, there is a difference between godly courage and it's the godly courage that we need to live out our purpose as opposed to a worldly courage. Worldly courage, courage is something that we need to maybe succeed. Um, it, it talks about um, in the Bible, in James and John, worldly courage relies on our own abilities and our own motives to bring it about. The godly courage relies on the supernatural power of God to strengthen and motivate us. And that's what godly courage is. So I want to talk about um, the godly courage in us, you know, trusting in the supernatural power of God to strengthen and to motivate us um, and and how we can keep that going, you know, how how we can keep that strong in our lives and in our lives as believers. Um, So discouragement. Okay, huge in the body of Christ. Too many people are going through ups and downs and not really finding the momentum to live out their purpose in God. So what's discouragement? Okay, um, I'm just going to give you a few definitions here. Discouragement means to deprive of confidence, to lose hope or spirit, to be disheartened. Um, have you ever felt like that? All the time. I have, you know, definitely time. at times. Um, Discouragement makes something less likely to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's hard to follow after a vision God has put in your heart if you are disheartened. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you don't have the courage for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you lose your hope and confidence. Okay, so now discouragement has different levels. Okay, so there is mild to severe discouragement. Okay, mild discouragement might affect our emotions. Yeah. Okay, it might, we might have a bad day. Uh, there might be some sort of pressure or problem we're going through that causes us to, you know, maybe be disheartened. Mm-hmm. Now, usually most people don't recognize mm-hmm. um, that you're discouraged when you have this happening. And it usually is pretty short term. Yeah. So maybe a day or two and then you kind of bounce out of it. Okay, mm-hmm. we've, we have all gone through those, you know, that kind of mild discouragement. But then there's a stronger part of discouragement. And it's, it's a major problem or a major pressure that gets us down, okay? And that not only affects our emotions, um, but it affects our spirit. It affects our heart. And it it causes us to to wanna give up. Mm -hmm. So we start to hold back and we don't know why, you know, we start to lose passion. Um, Just, we can't seem to get completely motivated again. You know, and we haven't completely given up, but we just kind of stay in a state of, of, you know, just, middle ground kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We, we don't really have a momentum to go, um, but we don't really stop altogether either. Okay. Um, people will notice it because mm-hmm. they'll notice it by your words, what you say. All of a sudden you might start to get more negative about life. And the third level of discouragement is called severe discouragement. And this is a disabling kind of discouragement. So basically it drains us spiritually, um, mentally, emotionally, and our physical strength starts to dissipate too. You know, we just we feel sick and we feel achy and we don't know why. And it's 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 almost like a depression that comes on you, and um, it just makes you want to quit and give up. You have no get up and go anymore. You just want to kind of hide. Um, 
one of the symptoms of this of strong discouragement or even this severe disabling discouragement is something unfortunately I think that a lot of believers tend to be um, take part in and this symptom is isolation you know and whenever you're going through discouragement there will always be a temptation to isolate yourselves you know and and I've gone through that um, I've seen others go through that you know if all of a sudden you you notice this person isn't around so much anymore and you're like what's happening with them and you know chances are if they're discouraged they may be isolating themselves you know um, my parents many years ago when I was a young believer in the Lord in my mid-twenties they had gone through a divorce yeah. and I had been praying for them uh, you know I was learning about the God of the Bible the God who restores the God who delivers you know, I was learning all about having faith in him and putting my trust in him. And I believe God was going to restore my parents' marriage. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. And they ended up, you know, my mom left and, and um, she ended up divorcing my dad. And it was so discouraging to me because it was um, everything against what I was learning. Yeah. And I lost heart and um, I wanted to quit. I stopped going to Bible school for, you know, for a couple of weeks. I, I stopped going to church for a while and I just wanted to give up. And it was just like this disabling discouragement um, because of this disappointment um, came in. I was disappointed. I didn't know to be mad at God, to be upset with my parents. You know, I, I wasn't sure how to handle it. Um, so I just gave up and I started to withdraw from people and I isolated myself. And fortunately for me, someone came back into my life and started calling me and poured courage back into me. You know, Proverbs 18 says, a man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. So I encourage, if you're watching and you're going through discouragement, you might want to isolate yourself. Or you may be, you know, you might be staying away from people. I encourage you not to do that because the Bible says it's not wise to do that. Yeah. It's not going to be helpful. You're not going to gain courage by isolating yourself. Sure. Um, you know, and if you see someone else isolating themselves, mm -hmm. start to pour courage back into them. Yeah. You know, because chances are their courage has been lost. It's been stolen mm -hmm. um, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Right? So, I, so I do want to talk about that um, a little bit. Now, how do we overcome discouragement? That's a good question. That's a good question. I believe our viewers want to hear. How we overcome discouragement. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you were talking earlier in your scripture in 1 Samuel 30 mm -hmm. verse 6 and you were talking about what, what David went through. Yes. Okay, So David had returned to his hometown of Ziglag yeah. and everything was in ruins. Yeah. You know, his home was destroyed, his men's homes were destroyed, all their possessions were gone. Um, everything was lost. In some cases, their families were, were killed. It was a horrible, horrible situation for them. And um, of course, he had a reason to be discouraged. Of course, his men had a reason to be, you know, embittered and angry and, and disheartened. You know, of course, but you had said, but David had strengthened himself in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Or other versions say that David encouraged himself, himself in the Lord. You know, but it doesn't really say how he did it. Mm -hmm. You know, but if we look at the pattern of David's life, yeah. we, it shows us how David encourages himself in the Lord. Yes. And you know what he did? Mm -hmm. The first thing he did was he went to God and he started, you know, we know David as a psalmist, yes. you know, as a worshiper. Yeah. The first thing he did was he went to God and he started praising him and worshiping him. 
And he, he didn't do it in a way that, you know, woe is me, I've lost everything, kind of like a country song. <laughs> right? David didn't do it that way. He started worshiping God and telling God that you are glorious, you are majestic, yes. and, and just praising God for who he is. You know, and, and um, he did that over and over again. The creator who spoke the worlds into being. Um, and then he started singing of God that delivered him in the past. He remembered what God did for him in the past. He was a God that gave him over the victory over the lion, a God that gave him victory over the bear, over the giant. He defeated the giant with a slingshot. Yeah. You know, David started to remember that and he started singing that out to him and, and just reminding himself of that. Um, so it was just huge and powerful and he started calling upon the name of the Lord. You know, and, and so there's really, you know, if we look at the example of David's life, we can imitate what he did to overcome encouragement, okay? So just quick, quick four points to do that. Um, first of all, remember what God has done. Amen. You know, Amen. if he saved you before, he's going to save you again. again yes. You know, if he's delivered you before, he's going to deliver again. you again. Yes. You know, the Israelites, they always remember the miracles that God did for them. Yeah. You know, depart, open the Red Sea up for them, delivered them out of Egypt, delivered them out of the hands of Pharaoh. And they passed on those stories from generation to generation. generation yes. And the reason why they did that was because they knew the next generation would need courage to live for God. And that those stories, which were real true stories, would give them that courage to do it. You know, and sometimes we have to remind ourselves of what God did for us in the past, okay? And like David, we have to remind ourselves of who God is. Yes. He is the redeemer. Yes. He is the restorer. Amen. He is the healer. You know, and, and God doesn't change. No. You know, the Bible says God never changes. He remains the same. Mm -hmm. Um, he's from everlasting to everlasting. Um, so that's number two. So remember what God has done. Remember who God is. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, praise him. Amen. Praise him, worship him. You know, the last thing we feel like doing yeah. when we're discouraged yeah. is worshiping yeah. and praising God. I don't know about you, but it's, it's that's the last thing I feel like doing. Yeah. You know, and we have to force ourselves to be like, God, I worship you. I praise you. Yes. You are, you are bigger than any mountain in my life. Amen. And just start to declare His Majesty and His glory. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a great example that David gave because once you do that, your focus starts to change. Yes. Right. You can either magnify your problems or you can magnify God. Yeah. You know, when you start to magnify God, all of a sudden the problems seem smaller and smaller and smaller. Amen. Okay. And then fourthly, through all that, David was calling on the name of the Lord. Um, Psalm 34, I'm just going to read the scripture. 17 to 19 says, When the righteous cry out, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. Okay. Um, or, let's change that. When the righteous cry out, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their discouragement. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Praise God. All of them. Praise God. Okay, so God promises that he will deliver you. Amen. If we put our focus Amen. on him, he will deliver us. Yes. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, once we do that, God will bring about a freedom in us. Yes. You know, courage will start to rise up again, mm -hmm. and, and we will overcome. You know, we will break off that discouragement. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I want to go now to 
being an encourager. Yeah. Okay. So what the churches need today, yeah. what the believers, the body of Christ needs today, every office of ministry needs us today. Yeah. You know, so if you're a leader in a church, yeah. listen to this, because yes. this is good. This is good mm -hmm. stuff, I promise you. Mm -hmm. um, we need encouragers yes. in this day and in this hour. Amen. You know, the enemy Amen. is working overtime to stop yeah. believers, to hinder them, to disable yeah. them. Yeah. And we need encouragers that will pour courage Amen. back into the heart of the believers Amen. today. Amen. Um, so I'm going to look at one of the biggest encouragers in the Bible, and because we can learn from him, yeah. you know, and um, I've been learning from it too. And now when I see someone discouraged or if, you know, or if God starts to put somebody in my heart mm -hmm. and I pray that they cross my path, I start to pour courage. Yes. I start to give prophecies, yes. start to, you know, remind them of the dreams, the visions of, mm -hmm. of what God has done for them in the past yes. and start to pour back that courage, mm -hmm. okay? So if we look in the Bible, there's a man named Barnabas. Okay, Barnabas, um, he's, his name's really interesting, okay? His name means the son of an encouraging father, okay? Wow. His given name was Joseph, which means he will add to, and um, Barnabas, named, also named Joseph, did add. He added his personal wealth, he added his service to God, and he added his encouragement and to support to the church and, and to people like Saul, which turned Paul. Um, you know, the great thing about Barnabas was that he changed the life of one man so that he could live out his destiny just by encouraging. You know, um, we all know the story of Saul. Okay, he was evil, he was corrupt, he hated Christians, he, um, you know, until he had an encounter with the Lord. And then he became a believer. Okay, but the church wasn't so quick to take Saul in. They didn't trust him. They were suspicious of him. You know, and if we read in Acts 9, 26 to 28, um, and when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were afraid of him and they didn't believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the disciples and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had spoken to him. And now he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and going out. So Barnabas stood up for Saul and basically said, you know, this is for real. Yeah. You know, this guy is preaching what God wants him to preach, mm -hmm. and let's take him in. Yeah. So Barnabas gave courage to Paul, yeah. Salter and Paul, to keep going, and he also gave courage to the church to trust him. Praise God. Courage to trust him. Yes. You know, and that's, that's so important. Mm -hmm. So if we look at Barnabas, um, there's a few things that we can learn from him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so he touched Paul's life, yeah. you know, and that had huge implications for the body of Christ. Huge, you know, we, we've all read the Bible, you know, most, hopefully if you haven't, you can read about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it just turned his life around. And we don't hear much about Barnabas. No. You know, we hear lots about Paul, yeah. but if it wasn't for Barnabas, Paul would not have been able to do what God could do, you know. Amen. So we need Barnabas-like encouragers yes. in the body of Christ today. Okay. So to operate in this ministry of encouragement, like Barnabas take on, there's a few character qualifications we need. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to speak this to every believer out there, you know, and just just to pay attention, you know, because we need you. We need you out there encouraging Amen. those in your local Amen. churches, yes. you know, in in your sphere of influence, mm -hmm. um, you know, your friends that are believers, and to look around and say who needs encouraging, yeah. and this is so important. Um, so to operate it, just like Barnabas did, Barnabas believed the best about people. Yeah. 
Okay, so he wasn't critical. Um, he wasn't suspicious. You know, he looked at Paul and said, and said, yep, this is for real. You know, like, God has a plan and a purpose for your life, and I'm going to help you along in it. You know, um, there is no such thing as a suspicious or critical encourager. No. Okay. <laughs> First no. Corinthians 7 says, you know, talks about how love believes the best. It believes all things, hopes all things, mm -hmm. bears all things. Um, you know, and I've seen suspicious people in churches before. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's, it's disheartening. It's yeah. discouraging to watch people that are so suspicious mm -hmm. of other people. Okay, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be discerning, mm -hmm. right? Because we need to discern when there's wolves. Yes. Um, in sheep's clothing. We need to discern when false teachers are in our midst, mm -hmm. right? But there's a difference between discernment and suspicion. And suspicion, yeah. yes. Um, so yeah, so Barnabas was, was not suspicious at all. You know, he was discerning, mm -hmm. um, but he was not suspicious. Um, secondly, Barnabas did not hold Paul's past against him. Yeah. You know, and in the same way, to be an encourager, we can't look at somebody's past and hold mm -hmm. it against them. Yeah. Because Assume when God gets a hold of somebody's life, their past mm -hmm. is not their future. That's true. Right? That's true. God has turned things around yes. and He's putting them on a new road and a new mm -hmm. path. Mm -hmm. And so we, we have no right to look at their past. You know, God forgets our past, so we should start to forget other people's past and just encourage people to go forward. Um, Barnabas always encouraged others to remain true to the Lord, mm -hmm. and he encouraged others to keep going. Um, and just another scripture to add to that. Acts 11, 22 to 24. And it's, this is about Barnabas again. And it says, Then news of things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem. And they sent out Barnabas, of course, the encourager, yeah. to go to as far as Antioch. So he went to Antioch. And when he came and seen the grace of God, he was glad. And he encouraged them all with that purpose of heart. They should continue with the Lord. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great many people were added for, to the Lord. Amen. You know, and we know Antioch as an apostolic center. Yes. You know, so he poured courage into the hearts of the believers there so they could be sent out. They just didn't touch the people in that city you know, to be sent out. So we don't really know the impact of, of what Antioch, of what he did in Antioch, but he was an encourager. Yeah. Praise God. Praise, praise God. I'm, I'm attentively listening because you got to understand that uh, discouragement is one of the element that has caused many people to fall away from the presence of God, to fall away from pursuing God, to fail even to function in their gifts and callings. Discouragement can steal and take away everything that God called you to be. That's why I don't like discouragers. You know, people discourage other people. I try to live with people that are full of encouragement. Not to praise me, but to encourage me. To say, you can do this for God. You can serve God. You may feel discouraged wherever you are. I want to read a few scriptures before we wind up here. Uh, the word of God is very good and powerful to give us that courage back as well. As you hear, you know, how 
other people encouraging you, the word of God as well, turning to the word of God like David turned to God. And the word of God is God himself. It brings encouragement. Psalms 18 verse 2, listen to this. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the honor of my salvation and my strong word. When you listen to those words, when you're going through tough time, you remember this, your God is your shield. And Psalms 27 verse 14, wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. When those, the Bible again says, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. When we wait upon the Lord, we wait through praise and worship, as Sherry said. We praise God. We glorify God. That generates that courage that we need. Look at Psalms 31, verse 24. Be strong and let your heart take courage. And all you who hope in the Lord. Psalm 71, verse 4. Rescue me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the grasp of the wrongdoer and ruthless man. While discouragement can be and a dis, you know can bring those uh, things that can pull you away from God. But when you call upon the name of the Lord, your God will do what will save you, will bring salvation. Uh, as you listen to this program, whatever the situation in your life, you may feel discouraged. Right now, I want to pray with you and to declare courage in your life. Father, I pray for each and everyone watching this program around the world. We declare the spirit of the sovereign God upon each one of them. Bring strength where they are weak, bring courage where they are discouraged, and bring life where there is lifeless, and bring hope where there is hopeless in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, we want to listen to you, and we want to hear from you. Please write, write to us at life at Kazumba charles.com and visit our website www.kazumbachows.com we want to offer you some materials that will help you stay faithful and stay strong in the lord thank you for watching this program may the lord bless you and may the lord keep you shalom shalom until then i hope you've been enjoying the teachings and we've got some resources to send your way the resources that are going to empower you and supplement the Word of God that you've been listening on Kingdom Insight. The first book I want to send to you is uh, The Weapon of Forgiveness. This is a very powerful book that dismantles the tactics of the enemy that sneaks into the people's life through unforgiveness. And the next one I want to send to you is uh, the, uh, the Parables of the Kingdom of God. You learn in this book the insights of the Kingdom of God. The character and the nature of the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Well, through this book, you'll be able to see what the kingdom of God really is about. And the other book that I don't have right now in my hands to send to you is a book titled Revisiting the Foundations, Psalms 11 verse 3. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? I want to send you that book. Obviously, you'll be able to see it on your screen. But we want to listen to, we want to hear from you. My wife and I will be praying for you and we will be 
praying for you. When you send us that email, be it, you know, healing email or anything, we will be praying for you. God bless you. Enjoy, enjoy Kingdom Insight. Visit our website for more resources, you know, Christpassion.org, uh, kazumbachows.com, uh, hsbn.tv. We are all about bringing the Word of God and we, we want you to be empowered, impacted with life and spirit-filled Word of God. Don't lose out on the battle. The Word of God is there for you. And we are so excited. We want to hear from you. God bless you. Shalom.